Hey, what's up? This is Burger. Calling you with the million dollar idea. Hey, have you ever thought about play something dancey for me to Audible and having it narrated by Harrison? Should think about it. It's gonna be a bestseller. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and Ron. Yes, you're listening to Sick and Ron. The Sick and Ron, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Ron, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, uh, we, we have a guest in the studio. We do. We have your cousin, Leonora, here. How, how are you doing? Very well. LA is very weird, but I like it. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Um, is it your first time in LA? Yes, yes, it is. First time on the West Coast in general. Oh, that's, you know, I, I find that really interesting. So you're from London. We were talking about that, yes, right? Yes, yeah, from, from London. London. I find it interesting that whenever you talk to people in the UK about, like, so have you been to the States? They're like, I've been to Florida. It's like, why the fuck do you go to Florida? <laughs> like, there's so, I mean, there's so many other better places in the United States than Florida. Like, why do, they, why do, why do the English love Florida? That is fucking baffling. Um, prom- Have you been there? No, I've oh, okay, been there. Okay, good. You're, you're the aberration. <laughs> no, I've only been to New York and Martha's Vineyard, but... Oh, okay. I've never been to Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, New York, I can understand, because that's like, what, a four-hour flight, five-hour flight? It's not too bad. From London? Yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad. But, I mean, Florida, maybe, you know, I've, I've asked people about that, and they're just like, yeah, well, the weather's beautiful there. I can understand that compared to the UK. Not hard. You know, yeah, it's, it's a low like bar. so that makes mm-hmm. sense. But I mean, it's uh, it's Florida. It's yeah. awful. Yeah. God. But uh, so, what do you think of LA so far? Um, cannot deal with the roads. Very, very confused by them. I co- constantly think that I'm going to get ticketed for jaywalking. So I've just been super oh, I was, cautious. I was about to say, are you driving on the wrong side? <laughs> you, you drive on the right here. <laughs> Mercifully, I cannot drive. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's good. In London, you don't need to drive. No, yeah. not really. And then, unfortunately, in uh, Los Angeles, you kind of, you don't have to, but it yeah, does. We have friends that don't drive. Yeah, but yeah, Lenora yeah. doesn't. Yeah. I'm from Lenora doesn't Jared drive. Doesn't, yeah. yeah, I have a couple friends yeah. that don't. But I mean, it, it yeah. definitely makes life more difficult here. It does, yeah. Without yeah. having a car. But I mean, with Uber and Lyft, I mean, you don't need to. Yeah. But yeah, this, yeah, you don't want to jaywalk in LA. You, not only that, you'll get a ticket. It's like a $300 ticket. Fuck that. For jaywalking, mm-hmm. yeah. No. They'll come down on you. Yeah, it's, it's pretty gnarly. Um, how long have you been here for? Uh, I only got in yesterday, like about oh. four. So wow, no. yesterday, and you bring her on the sick and wrong podcast. <laughs> it's like a great, great, great tour guide there. Yeah. And you're here for a week or something. Yeah, I'm here until Tuesday, and then I'm going to San Francisco for oh five wow. Days. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's whenever, cool. yeah, whenever I have a relative, I'm just I just drag bring them her on the to the podcast. Like yeah, you yeah. had your dad on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> God. Um, yeah, LA's cool. Have you been, so you haven't been down to Hollywood, actual official Hollywood yet. No, I haven't. I should I? You know, it, it's interesting. I remember when I first came out here, like in the like late nineties. You have this conception of what it is, like what the Walk of Fame is, and Man's Chinese Theater, and all that shit. And then when you go there, you're like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Because Hollywood's kind of a shithole. Like Hollywood Boulevard up there is kind of a shit. I mean, they're making it nicer now. It used mm. to be really bad. It used to be like you know all drug dealers and prostitutes and homeless people. Still a lot of homeless people, but it's something to see. Like, I mean, you're right by it. Um, you know, you're not that far from it now. I mean, it's definitely something to see, but it is funny when you, when you walk over there, you're like, wow, I just didn't realize it was this shitty. <laughs> but 
I don't know. There, there's stuff to go see over there. I mean, you can see all the Scientology buildings. Yeah. <laughs> what will happen if I go into them? Am I allowed in them? You'll never leave. <laughs> actually, uh, the um, yeah, I've never actually been into it. I've always wanted to do it. Psychiatry and Industry of Death Museum. Oh, that, so yeah. That's, that's, that's apparently so cool. a fun museum where they're just like, psychiatry is evil. I've always wanted to go in there. So yeah. The uh, Celebrity Center is kind of a cool one to check out. It's like, uh, where is that? On Franklin? Is it full yeah, celebrities? I've never been in there. Cause I've, you know, I've heard me. that they have a they really have a nice brunch. French restaurant. Yeah, yeah like I a brunch they, they have there. a free brunch you can But do. they will come, come and, and try to talk mic, to you. Apparently. Yeah, they, yeah, they have an open mic too, yeah. which I don't know what you have to do to get on stage there. But yeah, it's interesting. LA's a weird city. It's unlike any other city I've been to in the States. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to agree to get like possessed by L. Ron Hubbard's ghost. <laughs> oh, that's like that's like currently inhabiting like an old Apple IIe or something. You know. <laughs> yeah, they, in order to go yeah, there, yeah. they had Scientologists in my old kickboxing in London, but because they're English Scientologists, they're like too shy to actually do anything, so they just sort of <laughs> stare at you a bit as you go past. <laughs> I thought everyone in Europe just was like, it's a cult, it's evil. Like, they actually have sense. Whereas here, it's just like, no, it's a religion. Mm. You know, they're tax exempt. Yet they own, like, I don't know, like 20 buildings in they LA. Own so much property. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, LA's weird. Um, hope you have fun here. Uh, San Francisco, also an interesting city to go. That's where uh, I moved here from San Francisco. You'll, you'll notice it's like probably one of the, the worst homeless epidemics of any city I've ever seen. It's a beautiful city, yet homeless people everywhere. And we were talking about that last week. Yeah, it's, it's patrol. like a Blade Runner kind of thing. You yeah. Know, it's like, well, that's my theory is yeah. that, that eventually it's going to become a sky city because they can't deal with the homeless problems. So they're going to build upwards so that like, the, the wealthy will live above the homeless people. <laughs> Mark my words, it's already happening. I noticed uh, South of Market, they have an elevated park. It's a park on oh, the like second New, floor. Like that, in New York, like the one. Yeah, in, uh, it's yeah. like it's it's kind of by the the Metreon over there. But you have to like either be a a member or you have to live in this uh, this apartment complex to even access the elevated park because they don't want the homeless people sleeping and shitting and fucking in the park. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, London has like little closed communal gardens, but you have to like be a member of the housing association have a special key. TV go in there, yeah. yeah. Wow, it's bizarre. But yeah, San Francisco is kind of San Francisco is cool. It's, I mean, you're gonna hit the two big cities, and uh, I don't think there's any. And San Diego, fuck San Diego. Mm. Nothing interesting ever happens in San Diego. So yeah, San Francisco and uh, and and L.A. Um, I'll have to give you the name of my brother's bar. Oh, Always great. a fun place Why to not? go to. <laughs> <laughs> so Apparently, I'm just up. missing the Folsom Street Fair. Oh yeah, I didn't even think of. Is it oh, this yeah. weekend or, ne- it's, next. or is it, Oh, it's next weekend. But you're leaving before. Yeah, I'm Saturday? leaving on the Saturday. Oh, you're going to totally miss. Yeah, now that's an interesting. That I'm wondering if how long that's going to keep going on in San Francisco. Are you are you going to San Francisco next weekend? Shit, I'll be there for Folsom. Yeah. God, yeah, I haven't been there in years. I've never been to that. I haven't been to Folsom Street in like year. Oh, it's one of the weirdest festivals. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first moved to San Francisco, it was the weekend of Folsom Street. Good God. And uh, yeah, well, I didn't know about it. And like, I was living in the city and then we went to the Safeway mm. grocery store to get some groceries. And I just noticed like all these dudes walking around like full on road warrior outfits, like leather mm-hmm. chaps and leather. And I'm like, yeah, I knew the city was pretty liberal and kind of gay. I just mm. didn't know it was that gay. Like, dudes just wear that all the time. But then I noticed, yeah. like, more and more leather dudes mm. just kind of walking around. I'm like, something's going on. Mm. There must be something. So we kind of, like, uh, followed them, like, down a couple blocks. And sure enough, it's like, next thing you get to Folsom Street, and it's like, 
the dude in front of us bent over and the other guy starts eating his ass. Mm. And then it's just like pure debauchery. It's unlike anything I'd ever seen. Don't yeah. like freestanding? No, he like bent over and there's like, like a the guy thing? eating his, yeah, like on a on a bench thing. So like your ass is up there mm. spanking people and one guy just spread his ass, just starts eating it, you know? Don't, don't a lot of people <laughs> use that like one weekend as an excuse to just like shoot outdoor public porn as much as they can. Oh, you mean at Folsom? <laughs> yeah, Folsom. Yeah, you yeah. can. Like, and the thing is, yeah. it's like you know, it is definitely predominantly like leather daddy mm. and gay. But I mean, there's a lot of lesbians. There's a lot of trans people. There's a lot of like, it's pretty much anything, any kink. Mm. You know, there's straight people like spanking each other, and and people filling up their testicles with saline solution. It's a bizarre experience. Mm. Yeah. What do they call that? It's like it's I a don't word know for that. Uh, gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand it, but yeah. hey, people like, you know, yeah. whatever blows your dress up. It's mm. funny going there with my sister because mm. I, mean, I, I haven't been there in probably since like 2003. Mm. My brother goes every year. Mm. My brother said it's like Christmas for, for, <laughs> for, for the gays, for the leather dudes. But uh, I remember going there with my sister, and my sister is one of the types that will like, she loves doing this. And even though I'm like, I'm a 43 year old man, my sister is like 41. Still does it to this day. It's like you'll be in line waiting to get beer, and there'll be like two dudes with like, you know, chaps in front of you, like bare ass chaps. And my sister will come up behind you, grab your hand, and just push your hand right into their ass. (laughs) (laughs) So I remember she did this to these two like bears. Like they're sitting there, and they turn around like, oh, hey, (laughs) hey, hey, feisty. And I was just like, I I didn't do that. And my sister's gone. And I'm like, it was, uh, okay, Thanks, you know what, I'm going to go over there now. <laughs> yeah, my sister's fun. You know, actually, now that I'm going to be there, I probably will end up going to Folsom Street Fair because yeah. my girlfriend has never been there. Yeah, we're, I'm going to San Francisco because my brother is selling me his TV. He's got an old TV. <laughs> Instead of just giving it to me, he's making me buy it for 200 bucks. It's a nice TV. How the fuck are you getting it back here? I think I could fit in my car. Oh, you're It's driving. like a 55-inch TV, oh, okay, yeah. So I'm going to put it in my car. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was funny because my brother's like, hey, you want to buy my TV for 200 bucks and I'm getting a new TV. You 55-inch TV in your Prius. I measured it. He said, uh, so it could fit in the back. Mm. Yeah, he was uh, saying it. Mm. But he's like, yeah, you can buy it for 200 bucks. And I was like, you should give it to me, but whatever, it's fine. Yeah, and then, uh, mm. then I was like, you know, if you could sell it, whatever, I don't want to drive up there. And then this week, he's like, you know what? You can totally buy my TV for $300. And I was like, for 300 It was like, and so I screenshotted the text he sent me two weeks ago. And he's yeah. like, oh, did I say that? All right, whatever. <laughs> Is it it's worth like, the petrol money? It's not that, I mean, it's not that expensive drive. It's just such a shitty drive. Like you get a drive, it's like five and a half hours. And Ooh. it's just on a, just a, what, a two lane or no, a four lane highway, like yeah. I-5. And there's nothing. just nothing there except for Kalschwitz, which is this like slaughterhouse. That's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know, I mean, Harris is like midway there. Yeah. It's, you'll smell that place from like 30 miles out. And it's just the grossest slaughterhouse. If you're not vegetarian, you drive by Kalschwitz, you'll be vegetarian afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like awful perfume for miles. Oh God, you know, it just, you, you start driving, you're like, okay, I guess we're getting on a punk Kalschwitz here. And it just smells so bad for like maybe 40 miles when you're driving up there. And then it's just like a really long boring drive. I haven't done it in a long time. I usually, I mean, to fly up there is like, Know, 80 bucks or something yeah but anyway but yeah we'll uh, have to record the podcast early and then i'll give a full report about the Folsom street fair um leonora you came from uh we're on the on the show for an interesting uh topic here we have an interesting <laughs> topic to talk about um something that I, I i don't know why we never talked about this before chip chan chip chan yeah i've never heard of it you never it's and weird. i've been it's been, I've been around delving for... more into these you know 
that internet mysteries internet esoterica um, yeah uh and this one i hadn't had yet to come across you know i had heard of it before because a fan actually emailed so we get people send us stuff like you guys should talk about this this would be a good intro and someone sent me a message and I don't, I don't read people's emails. <laughs> I read some of them, but like a lot of times I forget. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I'll just kind of sit there. And so I was going through the email looking for a ticket that I had purchased for a show. And I saw this. And I'm like, well, this is interesting. Hmm. And it's, yeah, it's a really bizarre thing. And I thought it was done. I thought the, the whole um, phenomenon was done. But apparently she hadn't released a video in six years. And then now she's starting to release videos again. Mm. So, it, so it's back in the news. So Chip Chan. Um, and do you have a picture of her? I, I think do. I sent you a picture there of Chip Chan. Yeah, I have a few pictures. She's like a, uh, a Korean woman from mm. Seoul who uh, believes that a corrupt police officer has implanted her with a mind-controlling chip. A lot of people say she might be just... She's, it's just she's mentally ill. Mm. Regardless... Thousands of people watch her live video feeds that are on 24-7. And basically, I mean, she's just sitting there in this apartment that she rarely ever leaves, mostly sleeping, and it's filled with these bizarre signs, like these signs in Korean. Does she eat? Here's a picture of her eating. Oh, is she eating there? Yeah, some cereal or something. Yeah. yeah. Do you think she's getting groceries delivered? No one knows. No one knows how she affords to live, or you know what what, what her income is, or if she Some has an inheritance. Some people say that she has an inheritance. Yeah. Yeah. Or she—that's what she said. So, so she is in her what thirties, early forties, maybe. Um, she believes she's being stalked by a corrupt police officer named P. Hmm. Like P. P. Supposedly implanted a very chip inside her ankle for mind control. Hmm. Yeah, a very chip. Which yeah. I don't really know exactly what that it's is. It's like an RFID chip. It's um, like a tracking device? Yeah, kind of. And, and actually, I forget what country it is. It's some weird like Sweden or something where they actually, you actually can get them implanted in you and use it to like pay for drinks at a bar. Oh, it is okay, a real thing. Okay. It's not just like a cuckoo town crazy thing. So wait, people up. scan it. It's like I've yeah. heard of people getting it in their wrist. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. like when you get the microchip in your cat. It's like the same thing, except you can use it to like pay for your drinks. social security yeah. number and uh, yeah. yeah, and like your uh, oh, well, uh, transhumanists and stuff. Yeah, that kind yeah. of shit. And it, it, like in countries where they like don't have a problem with that kind of thing, where they're just like, we don't privacy whatever like yeah. I don't think that would ever happen here because everyone's super paranoid and insane and stroking guns constantly <laughs> but like you know <laughs> uh, in other countries where they're just like sure whatever I thought in Sweden there was like or Switzerland or something a company started where all the employees got this chip <laughs> and it's like they're members you know they're ID chips so they can like walk into the building mm. and like get sodas and things like that mm-hmm. and people willingly did this yeah so she claims that uh that this guy P put the chip first in her ankle. Now she believes it was implanted in her brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, I don't know, there's rumors that might be causing cancer. And she thinks she's going to die of brain cancer. I guess that's what she says in her sign in, in the signs that she has in there. Um, also, according to her, the very chip gives P access and control of, of her being. So he's able to see and hear what she does and where she's going and render her to sleep whenever he wants. That's what she thinks. Yeah, maybe it's true. I, you know, I'm, I'm not quite, quite sure. No one's well, ever seen P. In I mean, the though videos. the Verichip is a real thing, um, I could find no evidence that it could actually put you to sleep. <laughs> I don't think. I think that is a thing she made up. 
Well, that that's the yeah. uh, her namesake, Chip Chan. Because no one knows her name. She's mm. anonymous. Yeah. But it's based on this very chip. So they call her Chip mm. Chan. Um, yeah, so as I was saying, there's webcams. Which is weird because Chan is a Japanese thing and she's Korean. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know where the Chan came in. Chan is, you know what Chan is? It's like in in Japan, like, you know, Daniel-san, San is like a thing of respect. Chan is like what you, your da- your chihuahua or your daughter or somebody like that's cute. Something <laughs> cute, you refer to them as Chan, you know, so, Chan. So they don't use that term in, in Korea? I don't think so. Huh. No, I think it's just that the internet, like if the internet were a person, it would be Japanese. It'd be, yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So the first person to discover Chip Chan was in 2008. It was on, uh, some guy on, uh, posted to 4chan. Mm. Uh, they, this guy came across it. He was searching through... Uh, on this, slash X, which yeah. is the paranormal yeah. uh, 4chan thing. Well, yeah. he was searching for open source webcams and he came across a woman lying in the corner of a cluttered room and he thought she was dead. So I guess he posted something about it on, uh, on 4chan to reveal the discovery. And then more people started tuning in to watch what they thought was a dead woman, mm. which is pretty funny because that's what passes for entertainment on the internet. It's like, hey, there's a dead guy, you know, a dead lady here. Let's go watch her. Will she decompose? <laughs> yeah. Like, but yeah, apparently um, they, uh, they, they, they started tuning in here. And yeah, she, she rarely, if ever, leaves her home. She does nothing other than surf the web and sleep, often for like 12 plus hours at a time. And these cameras are on 24-7. So you can just check out our live feed hmm. of her just sleeping. And people watch her sleep. She appears unkempt, in poor health, and extremely lethargic. And she's been living this way since 2009. She claims she can't leave the apartment due to the chip, hmm. which has the ability to make her fall asleep, which I think is disputable. I mean, her sleeping habits are weird, because she will just, she'll just be at her computer and then she'll just like pass <laughs> out for eight asleep. hours, you know, <laughs> like sitting in weird things. But I don't know. I, I've known computer people that are like that, you know, like weird internet people who, you know, take a lot of Adderall and then they'll just like, I mean, I used to do that a lot of times, just chair sleep. My ex-girlfriend used to call it where it's just like, are you chair sleeping again? Because I take Adderall and then I just fall asleep. Well, there's like the narcoleptic chair. people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe she's narcoleptic. My, my brother, I mean, his sleeping mm. patterns are bizarre mm. due to his drug use, but he'll just fall asleep. He'll fall asleep playing video games mm. just on the chair. Sure. You know? So maybe that's part of it. Um, there's a lot of theories about, uh, about Chip Chan. Um, so viewers started to put together clues from trash around her room. Is there a picture of just the room that she lives in uh yeah i have a few of them here yeah yeah so there's like large pieces of paper Mm. these signs which have korean writing on them and once uh people start seeing this then all the theories start to abound um and so she started moving and hiding behind some of these homemade signs almost as if she knew she's being watched which she must know she must be aware Mm. that she's being watched i mean yeah they don't know if she put up the webcams or if this guy P put up the webcams. Well, seeing that a lot of them say mind control weapon, which seems like that's like... Well, that's the name of her YouTube page. Right, right. It's called mind control weapon. Yeah. Which I don't know if she's referring to that Vera chip. I think it is. I think she is. Because so. a lot of the signs will have like a picture of like her ankle or something and it'll say mind control weapon. So yeah. check out these posters here. I think there's a couple of pictures of posters yeah. or signs. 
So people over time, and you can go to like, that's the thing. I mean, there's like, you know, a Tumblr, a chip-chan.tumblr.com or the Reddit, the R Chip Chan page. Yeah. There's like all these people with theories. Yeah. And it kind of went cold for a while because she had stopped for like six years or five or six years. And then now, like this year, she started just publishing videos again mm. and the live feeds back up. So that's when uh, people of theories and people started becoming interested in her again. Um, but yeah, so over time, people have translated a lot of these poster messages to the best of their ability. And some are just odd. Like uh, one of these here, I'm not sure which, which sign you're showing, but it says, don't get tricked, don't get fooled. Early every morning, if someone comes that paralyzes the person, I can't be stopped. Mm. What, what does that mean? I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a translation thing. Mm. Um, she says, the stalker used this skill from 2006. I have slept for 20 hours every day since then. I do not know what have happened while I sleep. I'm afraid of sleeping. Mm. Yet she sleeps all the time. Freddy Krueger. It is kind of weird. Yeah. She says, Korean cop pee makes me lose my consciousness at any time. So I always sleep on the chair for years. How can you sleep sitting on the chair every day if you don't lose your consciousness? I haven't dreamed for years because I have no consciousness. Like, that's not, like she just writes these signs. Yeah, we, he's never been this, this uh, tormentor. He's never been P. seen on camera. Yeah, and so you that's know? why, I mean, yeah. you got to question the authenticity of that. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Um, here's another sign she had here. Uh, mind control, face eye, blind movement laid sideways. This almost sounds like like an industrial band's lyrics. Right. Yeah. I think you should really, you, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like a Janet Torturer song. Yeah. More yeah. gonzo when scold. Face heat feels like sudden death. Uh, <laughs> stop pretending like helping. I'm immune. I don't listen to you. More gonzo if I write this. Left eye, brow, face heat. Feels like sudden death. <laughs> yeah, it's like a fucking Front 242 record or something. Mm. Um, stool. Right after leaving toilet, stool right after moving. Stool when sitting, stool when standing up. Ew. <laughs> Flies infested even at Feb face heat. Feels like sudden death. Whoa. I, yeah, I don't even know. Mm. So I have a, I think I sent you a link to her mind control weapon channel. Yeah. Look at all these uh, videos. I mean, there's hundreds, thousands. I mean, she's been doing this since like 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. A lot of the more recent videos though, if you see, have uh, like pictures of her skin, like her cracked skin, like like she has like bed sores or something. Play some of these. So people are concerned about it. But let's let's play a couple of these. What is what's going on? She's sleeping in the <laughs> live, and then you we're hearing you a picture of her foot. 외국어로 번역해서 퍼트레스마인컨트롤웨폰방송도해주세요방송도해주세요방송도해주세요방송도해주세요방송도해주세요방송도해주세요방송도해주세요방송도해주세요방송도해주세요방송도해주세요방송도해주세요방송도해주세
back really? in. Yeah. And it's just like her apartment's just filled with water bottles and trash. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of just kind of a hoarder vibe. Most of the videos are yeah. her just sleeping. Yeah, this is her sleeping signs. in a weird. Oh, she's moving. Does oh, she break the fourth wall? Uh, you know, not that often. Like, I think she doesn't. She does talk, but I mean, it's like I don't. I think she acts like she doesn't know she's being recorded. 방송 홍보해 주세요. She's just sleeping. Yeah. But why do you think people are so fascinated with this? Are her feet wrapped in paper? Yeah. There you so, go. But why, why do you think people are so fascinated with this one? I mean, I think the whole concept of live streaming your life is pretty bizarre. And I remember, like, in the early aughts, maybe mid-aughts, it sort of took off. Like, who was that guy? There was a guy in San Francisco, like, Joe's apartment or something. That was just live streaming. Like the Truman Show. Yeah, there was a guy in New York who did that too. Um, he was like one of the early uh, tech entrepreneurs of of streaming video uh, back when it was really hard to Would do. He walk around and like a he, GoPro and then he or had something. A, a building in New York where he just like you could be an artist and come live here, but your your life will be streamed constantly, and everyone, and everyone went insane every, or doing. something. There was a really good documentary about. It. I forget what it was called though. Yeah. Well, I know people were fascinated with that at one time. I don't know if people are still doing this, like live streaming everything. You know what? I find it kind of soothing sometimes. Like I'll watch some of the, the people I follow on Twitch and a lot of times it's just be like doing weird stuff or ha arguing with like this girl arguing with one of her like Twitch boyfriends, which is like, I think it means that they've never actually met in person, <laughs> but they're like dating somehow. But she's or... doing, she's twitching though. Yeah. She doesn't have just like cameras set all over her apartment. Like, oh, yeah, like that's okay, kind of what yeah, yeah. that's what she's like Chip Chan right. does and what like these other guys do it's like yeah. there's a, a camera in the bedroom a camera in the kitchen a and it's just all yeah. you could tune in any time and see this guy like making eggs or watching TV as someone who suffers from isolationist and agoraphobic tendencies it does make you feel less alone in a weird way but would you I don't, for me I feel like people are watching me at all times. Like, I wouldn't be able to shake oh, that, that thought. Would yeah. No, that would weird me out. Too. I think it'd make me really paranoid. Mm. But, and, and that's part of this whole thing with Chip Chan. Is this all like performance art? Mm. Is this a, a, a way to gain internet notoriety? She's been doing it for over 10 years. Well, that, that's you know? a hell of a commitment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. So about as long as you've been doing this. Doing this show. <laughs> you know? Yeah, about the same time. And she's I probably she way more like complains about it this same. I've been falling asleep on camera for 12 years. <laughs> and my and Patreon. $1,000 a month on my Patreon. <laughs> no one's buying my t-shirts. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if she capitalizes off of it. She mm. should. She should. Um, Jesus, yeah. But if you go to her site, Mind Control Weapon, on YouTube, you just see like hundreds of videos. And the description is in Korean, but I found a translation of it. It says, two routers installed, both hacked. PC6 damaged broadcasts, CCTV disabled, lost state of consciousness in the wakeful state, then drag mind transplant, theft, poison, left and right penis, mind weapon, alligator feet, legs, what? thighs, ears, lips, nose, hands, arms, itching, murder, itching, Mallerman, please, pee. <laughs> That's what it says. Give me back what I stole. Wait. What? That's her description uh, in Korean on her mind control weapon YouTube page. Left and right penis alligator feet. <laughs> <laughs> left and right penis mind weapon alligator feet. Okay. 
So oh. they, they say in a lot of the translations on the signs that they found out that Chip Chan's parents are dead. Yeah. And they left her a very large inheritance. Yeah. Which P wants control of. Right. And that's what she said in videos, that P uh, is trying to get this inheritance from her. Uh, you know, I was uh, talking to Leonora about this earlier. Like, I, you know, I serve a lot of stalkers, restraining orders. And um, so I work, usually I am hired by the stalkies, the stalking victims. And a lot of times, you know, they're being stalked by somebody who has like a psychotic fixation on them. And over time, it can make them go crazy. I've actually seen hmm. this happen where it's like, okay, and, and whether or not the person is still stalking them, now they've like become infected by it or something almost, you know? Do you think it's just something that they're just tormented even though it's like the stalking is finished? Yeah, I think it takes, it just takes it. a heavy psychological toll and it's like, you know, they start to, you know, they, they start to go crazy from it. You probably become yeah. very distrustful of all people and things yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, so. Huh. Mm. Yeah, I mean, maybe, so there, maybe, maybe that's what's going on here. Maybe there was a stalker or a tormentor at some point, you know? Um, I mean... They say there's a, there's a debate about who controls these cameras. A lot of people believe P is the one, so he can you know be aware of what she's doing at all time. Other people think that Chip Chan set them up, set them up herself, in hopes that someone will see it and help her, right. help her escape. But then you think, well, if she's been with since 2008, why didn't people call the Korean authorities? Apparently, they didn't know where she was or what her real name was. Supposedly, there's like some people that figured it out. And they've actually, um, they tracked her apartment down? I don't know what they did with it. I don't know. What, well, I was reading here, it said some people, they must have found her out where she lived because they tried to contact South Korean authorities, mm. but they were told that she's just a harmless eccentric mm. and the police already know about her. Well, mystery solved then, <laughs> I guess, right? I mean. But it still doesn't yeah. answer the question why yeah. she, she chooses to spend her entire, leaf, her entire life sleeping in front of a webcam. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of odd about it. And how she support herself, and after 10 years, why is she still doing it? Yeah. No one's ever spoken to her. Huh. You know, the, the two theories here about it is that, I mean, there's no real evidence whether or not she's telling the truth, but some people believe that she's the victim of P's plot, like he's controlling her to get the inheritance, whereas other people think that she's the woman who suffers from extreme schizophrenia and paranoia. Or dissociative identity disorder. Yeah, I mean... Maybe. She shows signs of it, like a persecution complex. Mm. You know, I mean, it, ma it makes sense. But, I, you know, I was reading something here about a, a there's a, a Japanese term called hik, hik, hikikomori, mm -hmm. which uh, describes people who, for whatever reason, just shun the outside world and never leave their home. Mm. And they just become reclusive. Okay. So maybe she's one of, she's just a, reclus a reclusive paranoiac, you know, for no other reason. And she doesn't have to explain anything. And so she just sets up these webcams. I mean, that's kind of what, that makes most, the most sense to me. Hmm. That she has some kind of like agoraphobia and she, she sets up these webcams and it's, I don't know if it's a cry for help as much as it's like a hobby to do yeah. something. Or I'm thinking it's like a piece of performance art. It's too, you know. A self-indulgent no form of performance art. No one that much, you know. I'm sorry. I, you know, I don't no. know. There's, there's some people yeah. that really go like full bore into it, you know. Yeah. I mean, fuck, I've been doing this show for like 12 years. For what reward? You know? <laughs> yeah, but this is like every day, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's an odd thing. And the other thing, too, with people who suffer from like 
hikikomori or a person like that who would how many of them live stream themselves 24 7 a day yeah that's mm. rare you know i mean it doesn't make any sense so i mean you are you really secluded if people can watch you at all hours of the day mm. so who knows I give don't know. me back what i stole sounds pretty dissociative like you she can't demand something back that she's already stolen yeah i mean that's a that's a good point mm. it's like i wonder if uh yeah i don't know if she can if she can get that back you know, or what it was. Mm. And, and plus, no one's ever seen P on camera. Yeah. So what, does he shut the cameras off when... Who knows? And when does she be, yeah, become him? Yeah. She sleeps I mean, for so long. Or I, yeah, I wonder if it's just another personality. Mm. We- weird shit, that, uh, that Chip Chan. But people, if you want to go check it out, go look it up on Reddit. I love, It's a whole community of people with theories about mm. it. I mean, I... Whatever. It's interesting to look about, look at it and mm. check it out, but it's like I couldn't imagine every day tuning into ch- bookmarking the Chip Chant, Chip Chant live feed. But people are obsessed with it, you know? I mean, if he wants her inheritance, like, and he ha- controls all of the cameras, like, surely he could work out how to get it by now? If he was mm. his real separate embodied p- person? Or if you think he's like a cop, you think he could just kind of arrange it. <laughs> so Put a keylogger on her computer. Something, yeah. Details, I don't know. Something. Yeah, when she's on her computer, yeah. what's she doing? Is she yeah. emailing people, playing Pokemon Go. I don't. Know. That, what is yeah, she doing? Yeah, it's a great. Mm. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, playing poker. Chip Chan yeah. always be a mystery. <laughs> I think you should start doing something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like that live stream at your house. Why not? I'm too self-conscious, believe it or not. To, oh, really? Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Oddly enough, at times I am. Yeah. Huh. A Harrison 24-7 live stream. I wonder how many fans out there would watch it. Like three. Yeah, I, bet, I picture I Schlitzy, uh, Ken, yeah. uh, what's that guy's name? Ken, I forget his Ken last something. name. Yeah. yeah. I see those guys just like yeah. full on just vigorously masturbating right. for hours watching Harrison <laughs> go about his daily existence. And maybe like Serial Mom. Yeah, and Serial yeah, Mom cereal might mom. tune in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So. Wow, I haven't heard from her in a while. Mm. Yeah. I'm anyway. very big with the disaffected... Um, you know, uh, yeah, British moms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, British moms that they love Harrison. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, People's episode six fifty three here is sticking wrong. We have new stories coming up next, but first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So first story we have here, uh, several people sent this in and some people posted on Facebook. I forget who sent it first, but um, it's a good story. Mm-hmm. Newport Beach surgeon and girlfriend accused of drugging and raping women. It's like a, a duo. Great. It's kind of rare. You never really hear about that. Like, we're going to go out raping tonight. <laughs> it's just odd that, like, you know, it made me think of uh, Fred and Rose West. Oh, yeah, those guys. They were you a know, team. Yeah, that, that couple. Um, but, I mean, they were husband and wife, but I feel like the wife was kind of being forced into doing this. 
like with you know you know Fred and uh, Rose West, yeah, you know, yeah. serial killers in uh, England. But like the wife, like I was reading about it and too. The Yorkshire Ripper was kind of like that too. Did he force his wife to it was, uh, do his it, bidding? They were like a couple, pretty much. Yeah. Wow. Which one's Myra Hindley? Or are they the same people? I get them mixed up. Um, I think is Myra Hindley Yorkshire Ripper's wife? I think the Yorkshire Ripper might be a third serial killer. I don't know if he was married. Mm. Hmm. Well, I know uh, Fred West used to make his wife have sex with women and men, mm. and uh, he'd watch it. And if she showed any signs of enjoyment, he'd get really upset with her. She had to hate it. She had to hate having sex with uh, with uh, other people. Um, so I imagine with that kind of manipulation and uh, and uh, psychological like trauma, like he probably got her to do all this stuff to go out and kill with them. Yeah, there choice. were a lot of famous cases like that. You Stark know? weather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it's like where they'll like kidnap a girl, and then they'll have you know. It's almost like the Stockholm out. syndrome, yeah. and she like yeah, yeah. which. But this this is odd though. I, I don't know if I've ever read any stories where it's like the guy and the girlfriend like let's just go out raping tonight. Yeah, let's go get some uh, some roofies. Go find some victims for me, and yeah. then we'll bring them back and just rape them together. I mean, mm. that just seems really bizarre, especially with this couple who I don't. You have that picture of them. Yeah, they're rather attractive people. You'd think they could go mm. to a swingers party or some event and. Pick up a woman who willingly does want to have sex with them. Yeah, it must be about the rape. It can't. Be, it can't just be like them being desperate. Like they're very surgeryed, but they could get some yeah. if they wanted some. I mean, I, and the guy's like an orthopedic surgeon. I imagine he has a lot of money, and she's she's attractive. I, I'm just surprised they would have to resort to like let's drug these women, bring them back to the lair, and then. I'd go home Fondle with them, them. both yeah. of them, you know, I mean, look at them, they're pretty, they're all right. And plus, if they yeah. were offering you drugs, you'd be like, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bonus, I get yeah. free drugs and I get uh, diddled. <laughs> yeah. They have terrible eyebrows, though. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, New, Newport Beach here, uh, that's not that far from here, mm. Orange County. Yeah. Really, it's like, what, an hour away? Uh-huh. A Newport Beach orthopedic surgeon appeared on a Bravo reality show four years ago was charged along with his girlfriend with drugging and sexually assaulting multiple women. Uh, prosecutors are now seeking additional victims. Uh, Grant William Robichaux, he's 38, and Sarissa Laura Riley, 31, were charged with rape by use of drugs, oral copulation by a controlled substance, and assault with the intent to commit a sex offense. Okay. So, yeah. Who's the primary driving force? Which one? Of the, I mean, I, I gotta say the guy. Yeah, Don't yeah. you think it's usually the guy, the guy that gets his girlfriend to come? Especially with like menage a trois, it's always the guy that try to tries to force his girlfriend into doing it. Maybe not force, but talk her into doing it. In mo- I feel persuasive. like in most cases, it's like the guys. You know, you know, she'll get pulled in along into it. Like a lot of two person killings, like the Slenderman thing. Same deal. You know, it was like one of the friends was dominant and basically just pressured the other one into doing it every now and then it'll just be like two horrible people will find each other in this world like, just know, like and yeah just like in a, devious soulmates yeah yeah just like yeah every now wow, and then you like that drugging and raping people too so yeah. do I no. it's perfect tinder match sometimes with couples that like go looking for other like other women often when it's the when the woman is much more attractive than the man then the woman seems to be driving it because she's just like oh i'm sick of looking at your face over me like i'm gonna go find someone but they're kind of equally matched in attractiveness so mm. yeah i mean that is kind of interesting i don't know who the driving force is there but i've noticed like when i used to work at the strip club you would see 
couples come in mm. and typically it was just like the guy you know br- you know browbeating his girlfriend until finally she like relented and is like fine I'll go to the strip club and she just is sitting there with a frown on her face the whole time <laughs> mm. and it's just it's just always awkward although I mean you get a lot of women that were like super into it and want to go check it out so who knows I mean maybe they're both into swinging and this is just the next level for yeah, that, there's you like know? a goth strip club thing like right near my house called Jumbo's Clown Room <laughs> and uh <laughs> It's, it's a great place. Strippers, are they? Well, uh, it's it's more of a cabaret. They don't get naked there. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see. But and they're actually pretty good. You know, that pole work. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. The, One they're, would hope from clowns. But <laughs> it was the thing where it's like when I first moved there, I'm like, cool. I went, and then it was like after like two months, I'm like I'm tired. This is stupid. <laughs> but it's like one thing that was kind of funny about it was that you'd see couples there, mm. and it wasn't like. So, you know, the guy browbeating his girl. It was just the girlfriend being trying to be like, I'm cool. Look at me. I'm cool with all this, you know? <laughs> but it's also like you kind of tell they weren't. Well, you know? it, it, yeah. It yeah. is kind of funny. I've actually been in that situation. <laughs> and that was actually my favorite part of, of going there. Like, the same part, same reason I like to watch couples fight at Home Depot or IKEA. <laughs> You know, it's like one of my favorite see them, things yeah. in the world. My, my yeah. favorite is like when you see the guy like getting up to throw a couple dollars on stage. She's like, what are you doing? Mm. It's like, I'm tipping her. <laughs> That's what you do here. They yell at you if you don't. Yeah, and they get like, mm. real, yeah. yeah. But the girls are just like, ugh. Yeah. Like, why are you staring at all these women? It's like, well, we're in a strip club. Yeah, it's kind of you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always thought that was funny. And uh, and th- th- it's even funnier too when, when you'd see like girls with the guys in the strip club because the strippers love the girls like they'll bring them up on stage they'll try to take their shirts off and it just like ah just becomes so much more awkward yeah are the strippers doing it in a passive aggressive way or they're like hey girls yeah they're like hey girls instead of gross disgusting men just staring at them yeah it's Uh, like and so there's like a cute couple and it's like well i'm gonna go right after the girl because it's like you know I don't know. It's 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 sexier. Mm. Or it's know? like I'm not gonna have to interact with this like aged boner. Yeah, or it's like or I'm not gonna have to have some like disgusting Mexican yeah. dude shove his finger in my asshole, <laughs> which happens, you know, every now and then. Aged um, boner, help, help, alligator feet, <laughs> tuna fish sandwich. Give me back what I lost. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, attorney here, the DA, says, I have not seen a case in my career that involved this many videos and sexual acts and possible crimes. This couple videotaped hundreds, if not thousands, of sexual encounters. How huh. weird is that? Yeah. Like, I, he probably just has, like, you know, gigs of videos Jeez. on his, like, a his, ter- his four terabyte hard drive. And is it like a like a Bill Cosby thing? Like they're drugged into unconsciousness or something? Yeah. Okay. okay and they yeah. Uh, so yeah. here's they're kind of like I mean, it's like the Bonnie and Clyde of date rape here. Yeah. Um, but it's got to be easier to do something like this with the, with a sexy girlfriend because I mean even if the guy wasn't like you know I mean th- this couple they're both pretty attractive equal attractiveness. But it's if, if the guy was really hideous and the girl wasn't that attractive, I don't think they'd be bringing as many women home. Mm. So it must, it must kind of help at least being somewhat attractive in that Orange County sort of way. Like that, that whole Orange County, they have their own sort of look, There's their own esthete. Yeah. You know, that? it's like everybody there, like plastic surgery, tanned. You know, well, yeah, he plugs. looks like he's like the, one of the guys from Nip Tuck or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was on like a, you know, a, a reality show uh, called Online Dating Rituals of the American Male. Yeah, he was on, it was on Bravo. Okay. It's yeah. a reality show. Huh. Um, this is from 2014. You know, 
If uh, they are I not was, hiding. They if I was looking for an orthopedic surgeon and I found out this guy was on online dating rituals, the American male, I don't think I'd go to him. Just on principle. My online dating rituals are softly crying. You know, that's why I don't do online dating anymore because it's horrible. You know, just you crying, it, hunched yeah. over, looking at your cell phone. <laughs> this girl hasn't written back to you in like two weeks. Over. Why doesn't she like me? Yeah. Um, the pair allegedly met their victims at uh, several Newport restaurants. After having drinks, they're accused of taking the victim back to Robichaux's apartment where they drugged and raped them. Uh, another woman in a video here is passed out after drinking with a couple mm. at their house and then was sexually assaulted. It's just um, what the, the DA says is very disarming to have a lady going up to another lady and start having a conversation and socializing. And then bring her over to meet the boyfriend, have a couple of drinks, and then get invited back to their place. Mm. Have you ever had that happen where you had a couple hitting on you? Oh, yeah. That, because, like, I date women, so a lot of the time you get what like, in London are called unicorn hunters, where you, like, meet a girl on Tinder who unicorn. you think is kind of hot. And then she's like, oh, by the way, I have a boyfriend. You're like, mm, fine. Are you guys poly? And she's like, no, but like my boyfriend wants to come on the date as well. I'm like, goodbye. <laughs> so is she trying to hook up like a threesome or does she just want the boyfriend to watch? Or does the boyfriend want to watch? I think it varies, to be honest. I'm not engaging with it, so I never get far enough to find out. But yeah, you get variations on like, can my boyfriend watch? And then can my boyfriend join in? You're just mm. like, absolutely bloody not. <laughs> it has to be disheartening. It's like you, a girl comes up to you, mm. starts talking to you, she's attractive, you guys are hitting it off, and then she's like, oh yeah, my boyfriend's sitting over there. <laughs> can he like, come over and join the conversation? You're like, god damn it. <laughs> it's, wait, it's called unicorn hunting? Yeah, because like, by girls who participate in threesomes with like het couples are unicorns therefore when het couples want to find a bi woman they go unicorn hunting so to speak I've never heard that term I've heard unicorn, unicorn used in that context, as a bi girl who has sex with het couples it's interesting yeah wow yeah I mean I guess it makes sense because if a girl who is uh, not bi was lesbian, she probably wouldn't want to participate in that at all no. Whereas some bi girls might be down for a menage a trois or something. Yeah, I mean, like, some bi girls are into threesomes, like, fair props yeah. to them. But it's just irritating if you're, like, trying to find a girlfriend and you're just, like, surrounded by all these unicorn hunters. Well, what's weird to me is, like, the guy's just, like, do they go into the bar and they're, like, oh, there's a cute girl. Go get her. And I'll just wait here and watch <laughs> and then bring her back. Well, dating, like, lesbian dating, I, from what I heard it's like very difficult because like i guess there used to be lesbian bars but i don't know if they have them in london but they don't really have them in la or new york anymore yeah and the ones in san the big one in san francisco or the famous one lexington closed down like three years ago yeah. I, I don't get it yeah where, yeah where the do candy lesbians... bar closed as well in london because like real estate is too bloody expensive so where do lesbians meet other uh, girls uh, they have like floating evenings so like popular DJs hilariously there's an Oxford night and a Cambridge night so the Oxford night is Aphrodite and the Cambridge night is Clitorati and the Aphrodite I know I like that that's good yeah, yeah. it's fun but yeah they're these two rival club nights so they share DJs and you kind of go meet queer, queer women there but we don't have a building anymore like I went hmm. to Manchester and I was like shit there's an actual devoted lesbian club above ground are dykes allowed above ground <laughs> what, why, why do you think that is just girls just don't like to go to bars uh, I think it's just like, you know, if you're two gay dudes earning dude salaries, you're going to have a lot of expendable income. Whereas, like, if you're a woman, you're probably getting paid less. And, like, if you've come out later in life, maybe you have kids to support as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. So it's right. an economics thing. 
So it's probably, yeah, you're probably just not as into going out partying every night. Yeah, we well, don't have as much money. And what about the drug culture? Is are the drugs as prevalent amongst lesbians as they are amongst gay men? Uh, I think gay men have their own drugs culture, like like speed, like meth, like in yeah, uh, San Francisco. Yeah, that's why I often wondered. Like all the like my brother's scene, all those guys, they all do meth. Like everybody there does meth. And I was wondering, like, do the lesbians do meth? Is it like a gay thing, or is it just a gay dude thing? Oh yeah, in London it's like when a bunch of gay dudes like rent out a flat and do meth, it's called the chill out and like that is not a lesbian equivalent, no. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'm not into it. Yeah, I mean I a friend of mine once told me she's like, you know, I pretty much dress like Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit <laughs> because I want it to be very clear that I'm looking for chicks. Because like she's like I, you know, you used to be able to like shave Mm. half your head or something but now straight girls do that so it's like this is why I yeah know. Rihanna ruined it yeah <laughs> Rihanna just took the yeah, lesbian yeah. style yeah she took the undercut yeah. and she just went with it and then yeah. the rest of us were like oh shit yeah. back to square one <laughs> do you have lesbians in uh, London with like full on facial hair uh, do you mean like trans men who are trans taking men. tea you know I don't know if they're like I've noticed a lot of maybe they are transitioning but in San Francisco you'll see like women I mean they, they're still women like they're not transitioning fully into it, but they'll have like a like a goatee or like a you know f- like kind of facial hair stubble. That's not really trans men, dude. I guess maybe it's like they're turning in like transitioning or something. Yeah. But in San Francisco, you see, you'll you'll notice. Like, go hang out and okay. like uh, like you'll you'll be like, wow, that girl's like really butchy. But maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're transitioning or something. Yeah, and, I mean, because I, I hooked up with trans men, and like that's that's if they have facial hair, that's generally what they're fucking doing. You know? Yeah, I guess yeah. it's the uh, so, same kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, my my a good friend of mine actually, as I forget what she changed her name to now, but she's like full on like transition. But it t- it was like a long period, so you'd see mm. her, and it was weird because I remember it saw her, and it's like it was just kind of like a like a sp- sort of patch here, mm. and then it was like a full on goatee, mm. and then it's like she had a full on beard, and I was like, wow. And it's like, yeah, she like had fully transitioned at that point. But mm. I noticed that in uh, in San Francisco, you'll see like a yeah, lot I think of lesbians. That's difficult to do. I mean, probably yeah. hormones. Yeah. And, you know, hormones. But I think even with hormones, like it's difficult, you know. To, like, grow facial hair? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know how that works. I can't even, like, gr- I can't even can grow a beard. Like Justin Bieber. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard to get past the Justin Bieber level. <laughs> I, dude, of... I'm at the Justin Bieber yeah. level. I can't even grow a beard. I, maybe I should start getting that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, yeah, there are cis dudes who can't grow their own facial hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of it, so. Um, so, investigators believe there may be a host of other victims. Uh, investigators recovered more than a thousand videos, which is just crazy that you keep this much evidence on hand. You know, I mean, in case anything did ever happen with this couple broke up, she could just go to the cops and be yeah. like, here, pervert, mm. right here, sexual predator. Um, like, I don't think Weinstein was keeping all the video evidence, you think? No. Yeah, I, I doubt it. Uh, the two were free on a $100,000 bond, which I'm sure they were able to pay here. Um, so, yeah, so he was a, a surgeon. It was funny, too, because he was a surgeon for this, like, really esteemed like Newport Care Medical Group totally removed from the company's website any you know any uh, indication he ever worked from completely removed mm. um, he says that uh, they describe him as a board certified orthopedic surgeon with advanced additional subspecialty training in the upper extremity areas I don't know what that means hmm. um, uh, the soon to be Dr. Robichaux converted his southern gentlemanly upbringing naturally into a comfortable caring bedside manner so that's a, he's a southern gentleman too even more charm <laughs> so that I mean that's gotta be 
Yeah, I mean, this guy's like the perfect demeanor for like a creepy rapist. Mm. He's like Southern, kind of looks like Vampire Bill, actually. <laughs> Doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So okay. With a tan, though. Yeah, with yeah. a tan. He's like Vampire Bill with a tan. Um, the women in the videos, oh, I guess most of these videos were found on his phone. He carried around with him. God, the this, this, this couple's so ridiculous. He's so brazen. Yeah. Like, just no regard for the consequences. Mm. Uh, they all appear to be very, very intoxicated. Uh, cops think there's a lot of unidentified victims out there. The two were known to attend many festivals, including Burning Man, uh, the Dirty Bird Campout Festival, Splash House in Palm Springs, and Landmarks in Arizona. I imagine Burning Man. Probably a lot of creepy uh, raping can happen there. Mm. You, you heard of Burning Man? Yes. Do uh, people in the UK want to go out and check that out? Yeah, but it's known that like A, it's been ruined by tech bros and B, that it's like, what a grand you have to sink into it. At least. Yeah, at yeah. least a grand. I mean, for you, yeah. for someone coming to the UK, that's like you have to already pay airfare and then a grand on top of that to even get to it. Yeah, it's a yeah. pretty, like, it's a pretty steep fee. I've never done it. You know, I would do it if I could do it like uh, like Zuckerberg, like fly in on a helicopter <laughs> and like land at like 9 p.m., party all night, and then leave before, you know, sunrise. You can't, yeah, you, if you go, you generally have to spend like a fucking week there, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, and in like a disgusting tent, you got to use yeah. porta potties, and, and just... a lot of people don't actually have sex because you just get fucking sand everywhere, dust and sand is just mm. everywhere. I've heard, yeah, I heard yeah. Uh, we had some... This girl, a long time ago, I forget her name, but she had this girl Katie. That's who she was. She was on the show, and she was a big Burning Man person. And we were talking about because we used to rip on Burning Man all the time um, for years. But uh, she came on the show, and she was talking about that. Hey, you're covered in this like fine film just on your your genital region, just all over your body. So it's like, yeah, you're not really into that. If sex. you like masturbating with sandpaper. <laughs> Then, you yeah, maybe it's it, fun. But, you know. but you're also on like a ton of drugs. A lot of people. Some people do it completely sober though. Mm. Just want to go hang out and be dirty. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Shit in a porta potty. Um, but yeah, I imagine like this couple must have had a field day at Burning Man. Everyone yeah, probably could save on all the drugs because everyone's all fucked up. Uh, the two the two victims here, or several of the victims, might have felt a false sense of security with the pair because they're both clean cut and good looking. They use their police feel that they use their good looks and charm to lower the defenses of their prey. Mm. That's the thing. Ugly people aren't being able to do this. No. You know, the uglies, uggos couldn't go up and like, although, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever been to a swingers party or a swingers club or anything like that? My relatives are probably watching this, so I'm not answering any of this as much. <laughs> <laughs> I just know uh, most of the swingers yeah. parties or swingers events I've been to, a lot of people you wouldn't even want to think about having sex. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I bet you these these people probably stayed out of yeah, that. No, scene. If you, yeah, you go to like a like a polyamorous meetup. It's it's usually like, Ugh. yeah, like mm. and, you know, Palm Springs has a lot of these like nude nudist resorts or swingers hotels. It's like, and it's funny. You look at you look at their Yelp reviews. Should mm. did I show you the Yelp review of that one place? I forget. It's called like the Desert Bears. Or not Desert Bear. You don't want to go to that one. Desert. <laughs> <laughs> it's called like the Desert Sunset or something. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like a, a swingers, like nude resort or whatever. Mm -hmm. You read the comments on Yelp. It's like, oh my God, disgusting. I've never <laughs> seen so many old people. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, the average age is probably 58. It's yeah. just like, God. <laughs> I imagine that's what most of them are like. 
There's a place in London called Rio's, which is like known for having really gross clientele. It's like bang in the middle of Kentertown High Street and like occasionally Vice sends journalists in there and like the kind of overwhelming consensus is like, if you want hot people, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, I mean, whatever floats your boat, maybe you're into that, you know. Um, so uh, the country's uh, prosecutor said that any woman who have encountered the pair I've been heavily imbibed during it, so a lot of them don't even realize mm. what happened. But I mean, anyone in that video is probably past the point of consent. Mm. Um, it's not a viable defense for them to say that they voluntarily ingested the drugs. Because even if you, if you took those drugs and took them willingly, it's like when you pass out and then this couple's uh, assaulting you, I mean, that's obviously a crime. Yeah, that's not that um, right. The uh, drugs that they're accused of using is ecstasy, rohypnol, and cocaine. Mm. So, yeah, they provide a lot of drugs there. That's a mix. I was surprised that he didn't actually use any medical, like, an, mm. you, know, anesthetic, uh, you know, anesthetics or anything. It's like, you'd think this guy would have, you know, uh, access to a lot of drugs that might work quite a bit better. Like, he'd have, like, better drugs than Bill Cosby could get. Right, yeah. But, yeah. Also, like, straight people don't really take GHB recreationally, so it's not as if those women are, like, being offered it and going, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, that's another thing too. Like, gee, you take G, you're gonna pass out. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's uh, very odd. This is an odd I had story. An ex who used to love it. A G? Yeah, she actually got arrested once for driving under the influence of GHB. That's <laughs> fucking suicidal. It's a it's a good <laughs> buzz. You, you ever done it? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's a good yeah. buzz. <laughs> the problem with me is mm. like. I've only done it a few times, but every time I've done it, it's like I'm already wasted, and it's like, oh, gee, sure. Mm. And it's like he did. It's like the worst time to do that. Mm. It's got to be like one of the only drugs I've ever been on where I felt like, like really out of control of my own body. Mm. Like I could shit my pants and not even realize. Mm. You know, like most drugs, it's like I have control of that. Whereas like, gee, you, you really do kind of feel out of control of your body, and the drunker you are, it's like isn't that even more dangerous? Yeah, so, that sounds yeah. alarming. Yeah, I would advise like not drinking heavily and then doing G. <laughs> I read somewhere that like the limit between like a recreational dose and a lethal dose is actually really close together for G as well. Yeah, and plus, how do you know the potency of what you're getting? Like, I don't know. <laughs> if you're like doling it out when you're pissed as well, like you'll probably you don't have a super steady hand, I would imagine. Yeah, it's like I I don't know. It's a, it's a drug I rarely ever come across. Yeah. So anyway, what do you have here for the second story? Mm. I had to do it, man testifies about chopping up wife's body in Kansas City Hotel. I think I'm, I'm going to let uh, Christiane Amanpour over here. Go with this one here. Yeah, this is funny. Before we started, we were doing like a sound test with Leonora, and you sound like a BBC yeah. newscaster. <laughs> so professional. Yeah. yeah. Right, here we go. Justin Todd Ray told a Johnson County judge Tuesday that he desperately wanted to keep his family together. That's why he didn't seek medical help when his wife delivered their baby in a Kansas City hotel bathtub last fall. And afterwards, when she killed herself, Ray said he didn't call police. Instead, he spent about eight hours hacking her body into pieces so he could take her corpse to Arizona along with his newborn and two-year-old daughters. One has to wonder why he didn't get childcare. It's something <laughs> yeah. I had to do, Ray testified Tuesday in Johnson County District Court. My family is very dear to me. It's something I had to do to protect my family. So wait. Um, so professional. Compared yeah. to like when Harrison does it. Because first of all, Harrison's like, meow, meow, meow. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> a few years ago. Like you sing yeah, it. Yeah, well, I like to sing the headlines. <laughs> like sing the headlines. I do like to sing the headlines. I kind of like the BBC yeah. uh, technique better. There's a lot happening <laughs> in this story. 
Yeah. So she delivered a baby in a hotel bathtub, and then she killed herself afterwards. I thought postpartum usually took like you know several weeks or months. I didn't <laughs> yeah, know it was like seconds. Yeah, yeah really? Mm. It's like <laughs> I mean, you'd think after you get it out, you'd be like, "Oh God, finally, it's out of my body." <laughs> it's like you know, I know you would think you'd kill yourself right afterwards. Yeah, I'm asleep for a while. You know? Yeah, yeah, and then and then he's like, "Oh shit." She did. Uh, <laughs> cut her up. Yeah, you know? that's the other thing. And yeah. the, did you? Do you have a picture of this couple? I do. Yeah, not as attractive as the previous couple. No. Like if they were coming over here asking you to join them for a menage a trois, I think mm. you probably would demure. <laughs> like I don't know. Ooh, that's yep. some interesting dentistry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's an English smile that one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we've got better. That is still. Yeah. All right, all right. That's an Appalachian this smile. Is, yeah, this is like a, a vampire with fetal alcohol syndrome or something. That's accurate. Know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Good God. But yeah, so anyway, she she uh she died, she committed suicide. Yeah. And then he chomps up her body. What what why? What happened there? Um so he could take her corpse to Arizona. For what reason? We'll, like we'll, uh, we'll, we'll learn as we as we go on. Right, should I keep going? Yeah. In an extremely unusual move, Ray testified during his preliminary hearing in Johnson County District Court, where he is charged with two counts of aggravated child endangerment and two counts of contributing to a child's misconduct. Ray, 36, is also charged in Jackson County with abandonment of a corpse. Last o- <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's a crime. Yeah, yeah. Abandoning a corpse. Like, it just sounds like he left it on the side of the you road or something. You were supposed to hang out with that corpse, sir. <laughs> yeah. And you abandoned it. It's like in a jack-in-the-box dumpster. Yeah. Like, Abandon the corpse. <laughs> God. Last October, Lenexa police discovered several containers full of body parts when they were called to a storage facility to investigate someone staying at the facility with two small children. Oh, Jesus. That was the, that was the worst episode of Storage Wars I've ever seen. Uh, there was a the family living in a storage unit? Are you even allowed yeah, to do that? and body parts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you're not allowed to live in a storage unit, but people do it. Oh, no, man. they yeah, they definitely do. I don't yeah. understand. How old were these kids? Again, I think I missed that. Uh, so it just says two-year-old daughter, so perhaps they're twins? Yeah. Oh, my God. And a newborn. How terrible is that? Your two-year-old yeah. daughter. So he brings his two-year-old kids, and that's the thing. The two-year-olds don't know any better. No. They're just like, oh, we got a new, you know, a new apartment. And daddy has a suitcase. And daddy has a suitcase. It's like, yeah, this is normal. <laughs> uh, wow, that's terrible. It's interesting that he's managed to keep the newborn alive, given he seems pretty feckless. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, I wonder what he's, like, how he's feeding the kid. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's bizarre. Hey, so what do you want to eat? Want to go to Carl's Jr.? <laughs> I think it needs formula. I don't. Yeah, like how does he know? You yeah, know, like milkshake this, from yeah, Arby's. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't even <laughs> yeah. know. What, what do you? What do you think he told the kids about the mom? God knows. Like, yeah. mommy stepped out for a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't even get it. Yeah. yeah. Mommy went to that giant suitcase in the hallway. <laughs> this is your mom yeah. now. <laughs> Talk to the suitcase. Yeah. Either two, they'd probably be fine with that. Yeah, they're probably only going to realize a lot later what the fuck happened. Yeah, the trauma's going to occur, I'd say, in the teen years, probably. They spoke to Ray, who was holding the newborn girl and had his two-year-old with him. Okay, so it's just turned into one girl. That's weird. Officers said the older girl looked pale, had bags under her eyes, and had thinning hair. 
One officer testified Tuesday that the girls, that the child almost looked like she had cancer. Clearly not feeding them that well, then. Yeah. Ray initially told police that his wife, Jessica Ray, was in Arizona, but he later said she committed suicide. He said that when police stopped him, he was on his way to catch a train to Arizona, where he was taking his wife's body for a proper ceremony bit late. <laughs> Todd says Ray was fearful that if he called the police after his wife died, authorities would have taken away his children and would have taken his wife's body for cremation, which goes against his religious beliefs. Hmm. What is yeah. he? Is he just Jewish? Yeah. <laughs> well, right? Jewish That's people against, can't be cremated, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, but Jewish people don't tend to live in storage units. Yeah. <laughs> nor chop up their wife in suitcases. But hey, you never know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean... What? So he has he ever heard of like I don't know a car? <laughs> Could you just rent a car? Well, here's the, the weird because this is like he was taking a, a train like from Kansas City to Arizona. That's and a schlep. You, yeah, and you yeah, know, yeah, that's far. I, I mean, I took we took the train back from we went to the UFO. My friend Jared and I went to a UFO mm. conference in New Mexico, and we took the train back. It was like a fucking like a twenty one hour train ride or something from New Mexico to L.A. And you, there's a lot of insane people that take the train like across America because it's a lot of people that like can't fly because they're on the no fly list. Yeah. Or they're smuggling a lot of meth. Or heroin. Or like, yeah. Like, so there's like a, there's like a weird observation car, which sounds very genteel, (laughs) but it's just like where, it's just like people like freaking out on meth. Like, I'm a Wait, they're under, they place themselves under observation. No, 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 it's an observation. It's There's like the a observation yeah. They have a glass. Like yeah, they have a glass oh, room, like see. and you can see the countryside. Cow yeah, skeletons. But you meet some random people. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember I took uh, the train. It was from Michigan to Chicago, and I was on the train, and I met this guy. He was I don't know, sitting across from me. He was like covered in tattoos. And uh, we just started chatting. Mm. I think we were outside smoking at one of the stops. Mm. And then I bummed the second. We just started chatting. And he was like, just got released from prison after 18 years. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 18 years. And he was uh, stopping in to see his wife. And I guess he had kids mm. uh, with his wife. And they were older, obviously. Mm. And uh, he was like, I'm like, oh, wow. So you just got out. Where, where's your wife? He's like, oh, I'm leaving her. Mm. He's <sighs> like, what do you mean? He goes, I don't want to stay with that. Mm. <laughs> He's like, I just got out of prison. And so he had just got Damn. out of prison, stayed with her for like a day or two, and then just like got on the first train out, out of uh, Jesus. So much for loyalty. Yeah, he was cool though. I mean, I don't know what he was in prison for, but he was buying me beer because I was yeah. like, I don't know, 19. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this guy's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, presumably you don't get like 18 years for jaywalking. Uh, yeah, way. who knows? I mean, oh, God. Yeah, 18 years in, a, in in Jackson, Michigan. That's where he was in Jackson prison. So, yeah, something. Oosh. But you do meet some random weirdos on a train. But the one thing about this story is in, in the whole chopping up, maybe he was doing it just because it was easier to carry her. But on a train, you literally could have put the dead woman in a wheelchair and just wheeled her on and no one would have given yeah, a shit. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I've, I've personally smuggled like three bundles of heroin in a bag yeah. um, for my friend Kessler mm-hmm. from, uh, from New York to Michigan. It's been about, no one cares. They don't look yeah. in your bag. There's no dogs. There's nothing. Wait, no dogs? Seriously, Paddington they don't even, has dogs. N- yeah, in, in, uh, in Europe, I know that because we took a train from uh, Paris to Amsterdam. They had dogs come and sniff the luggage and everything. Mm-hmm. U.S., maybe they do now. Do they have dogs when you're on there? No, but I mean, in Europe, if you're in Europe, you're going for borders. You know, oh, yeah, you're going yeah, you're going through borders. Yeah, yeah. 
go then, eight hours and you're in like three or four countries. Yeah, Amtrak here, no one gives a shit. Yeah, I don't care. Like I'm, just, I'm surprised this guy just didn't, you know, keep her in one piece. But hey, who knows? <laughs> Easier to transport, you know, in sections. <laughs> I mean, if she really had killed herself, maybe she wasn't in a great condition to begin with. Mm, yeah, that's true. I wonder how does it say how she killed herself? Mm, no. no, no, it doesn't. Yeah. All right. So anyway, what ha- what happened here? He unfortunately saw no other option, Todd says. He promised he would take her to this spiritual place. He has strong beliefs against cremation. Todd says Ray's plan was to take his wife's remains via rail to Arizona. He says his client was in the process of going to the Amtrak train station when police took him into custody. Lelexa police detective Shannon Murphy testified that when she questioned Ray, he told her his wife had suicided. Ray... Like, <laughs> that, that's the thing looking at this guy yeah. would you believe him if he's no. like oh my, yeah my wife killed herself after yeah. having her baby it's like yeah. come on dude yeah. <laughs> Ray said he didn't call police because he feared they would take the children away so after having his children pose for photographs with their mother's body Ray said he skinned her like a fish according to <laughs> Murphy's testimony uh, uh, hold on a second <laughs> He had okay. There's two parts of this thing that are kind of Mm. weird. He had her, the kids, pose with the dead mother. Why? Yeah, like this is mommy. Remember her? Like no. Oh my god! Now that's twisted. And then skinned her like a fish. I don't even understand what was going on with that. I mean, like, does he mean filleted? Because there's a difference between like filleting a fish and actually skinning something like you would Mm. with a mammal. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean. why would you need to skin her if you're going to chop her up anyway? It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense yeah. at all. Skinned her like a fish. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Mm. And what do you do with the skin? Maybe, good, yeah, maybe that was in a separate container? You know, it's a good thing you had the kids pose, you know, pre-skinning. Because that would have been weird. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would have been an Even more trauma. Uh, These Instagram kids are fucked photo. anyway. It, mm. it doesn't matter. Even if they're like, you know, they're probably in the system and they're going to be mm. put in like foster care or something. They're still going to be pretty fucked. Mm. I would not want to adopt one of these ones. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be years and years of very expensive therapy. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking like some omen type of shit. Mm. Body parts that would not fit in the containers Ray had were flushed down the toilet. <laughs> Mur- Murphy said, Rachel, how is uh, cremating <laughs> less respectful than flushing someone? <laughs> I don't get that at all. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah, cremation. And not to mention, cremating, and, and whatever religion they are, but cremating would have been a lot easier to transport those remains than, yeah. you know, a bunch of chopped up body parts in a suitcase. Jeez. Yeah. And what did they flush? What ones did they flush down the toilet? I mean, like maybe digits? Those are things, those are small mm. enough, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Organs or something. Mm-hmm. God, hotel maintenance guy must love that. Oh, God, yeah, they're set, they probably had to send someone to trail through the septic tank. <laughs> Ray said he and the children were not living in the storage locker, but had only been there for about 11 hours while getting ready to travel to Arizona. He said they were fed and well taken care of. Ray also said he only flushed the placenta down the toilet and denied having disposed of his wife's body parts that way. It was not fun for me, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, that, oh okay. baby. That's good. Yeah, all like, about you. It's always me. all about him. Yeah, it wasn't fun. <laughs> I'm sure it was a blast for the children, though. Man. Yeah. And, like, why, you know, why are you going to flush the placenta down the toilet, you know? You could, like, put that in a smoothie, sell it to somebody, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, feed the kids. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're already malnourished. Mm. Mm. 
I would have been even more twisted. God, poor kids. Yeah, but something like that. I mean, so wait, there was a two-year-old and a newborn then, right? And an older child. Oh, and another one, too? The number of children keeps changing. It's really odd. That's because our news stories are just written by, like, housewives looking to make extra money. Yeah. Like, literally, that's... A lot of news stories are just written by people who are, you know, raising children they, at home. Freelance, yeah, like freelance journalists. Yeah, exactly. So that's why, like, a lot of it's not written that well. Oh, is it like local stakes. news? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Hmm. So. so this guy here is in prison, I'm, I'm assuming, and the, mm. the kids are split up. What'd they do with the body anyway? Is it just an evidence locker now or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, presumably they might, like, so they caught him before he went to Arizona, so he must have still had it in the cases at that point. Yeah, so he's, uh, God, man. I mean, can you even autopsy something that's already been fairly comprehensively messed about with? And I'm sure it wasn't, like, preserved, you know. Does this guy seem like he's got the presence of mind to preserve something? (laughs) Well, apparently the county coroner said that there were a number of uh, stab wounds on parts of her body. Um, And so they were trying to figure out, like, is that from when he cut her up? Or was that because there was some kind of because fight? Because she, or quote, some... suicided. Yeah, 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 I bet. So they were trying to figure that out, and I think they're having difficulty. God, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, I hope these kids never uh, hear their origin story. I hope they get adopted <laughs> by a good family. And just, especially the newborn, he probably mm. won't even know, mm. you know. But you, I don't even think they want to know about all this. Mm. God, I don't even know how you would, uh, how you would like... Be able but, to, to, to 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 you know come to make make sense of it. But this, when the newborn it. grows up, uh, you know he's probably going to want to hear uh, the origin story of his cardigan made from his mother's skin. You know, he's, <laughs> that's what he's going to think. You know, he's going to want to know. So, yeah, his his yeah. favorite cardigan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a crazy one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, people send your stories to grandpodcastgmail.com. Um, we have some phone calls coming up next. I hope you're, are you going to stick around for the phone calls? It's always yeah, the sure. best part of the show. Okay, yeah, this, yeah. this sounds yeah. promising. <laughs> <laughs> Already having a blast here on Sick and Wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sick and Wrong Hotline 323-522-4032. Before we get to our first call, here's a word from Adam and Eve. to your sex life, go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. So we have a few phone calls to get to. Uh, people can call us on hotline, 323-522-4032. Uh, the first call we have here, this guy called in several times. Um, I'll play some of his calls later. But this one I liked. Uh, he's talking about Wasteland Weekend. Mm. All right. There's only so much time, and it's only going through until the end of September. So I just want to say, like, 
anybody who doesn't know shit about fucking Wasteland, fucking, like, get on board. Because it's fucking amazing. And B, Harry. Is this one of those, like, what do they call it when it's like the burn parties after Burning Man? Or decompression. De yeah. Is yeah, that, like so people go to Burning Man, and then they have to come back and decompress from Burning Man. So they have these, like, <laughs> post-Burning Man parties, which actually I've been to a couple of those. They're kind of fun. Mm -hmm. say Weekend's a separate thing. Oh, it's like another right. thing like Burning Man. You go to the desert, mm -hmm. and it's in, like, I want to say it's like by San Diego, like that desert over there by the Salton Sea. Okay. And that's, it's like a big desert no, that's thing. That's not near San Diego. That's oh, the other side, like east like of Death San Diego. Valley, maybe Death Valley is east okay. Of San Diego, yeah, maybe it's like maybe yeah. it's Death Valley, yeah. somewhere around there. Okay. I think it's south of LA, but like mm. southeast of LA. Okay. And uh, yeah, and like people go there and they they outfit their cars to look like the cars in Mad Max, mm. and everybody's all like post-apocalyptic themed. And there's huge fires, and I've heard, I've heard it's actually kind of a cool thing to do. But I remember um, people, longtime listeners, will remember this in like 2008 or something. Wackily and I did an intro where we we're just ripping it, just making fun of it, even though we've never been. Just going off on it because some listener suggested we check it out, and then the creators or whatever, the people who put the put Wasteland Weekend on contacted the show, hmm. and we're like, you know what? We'll give you free passes if you come down and actually experience it. Well, yeah, which we never did. <laughs> I know I was like trying to get him to do it because I was like, we could do a live pocket. He wouldn't do it. Nah. You probably would have done it. Okay. You know, I, I don't know if I, I hate camping. I, I think Jews don't camp. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a Jewish thing to do. However, I've heard this one is kind we of a fun like party. We don't like camps that much, guys. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, just so you know. Just like, you get out of the shtetl and yeah. that's enough woodland for you. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like the, the camps, the, the word yeah, camps, camps doesn't sit well with us, you know, mm -hmm. understandably. Mm -hmm. But apparently Wasteland Weekend is supposed to be a hell of a party. Listen, I love you guys. It, it, it's, it's just a fucking... I'm drunk and I've called in like several times, so. But <laughs> you did many times. <laughs> but but you, you gotta understand, this shit is not fucking some like bullshit, <laughs> terrible thing. I'm convinced that it's been like fucking like manufactured and fucking like like everybody fucking is is on board. No, no, mm. no. What the hell is he trying to say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's no like, idea. it's not a manufactured thing that everybody's on board. <laughs> so I it's chaotic? Yeah. I have no idea. Mm. Yeah, he called back several other times. And uh, halfway through the calls, he just loses his train of thought. Mm. And then it's like, I'm just drunk. And then just laughs for like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. This one's the most coherent. Wasteland Weekend is, is fucking great. It is fucking what it is. It is fucking official. And it's fucking awesome. Mm. And, ah, uh, fuck, I'm drunk. No matter what, it, it doesn't matter. But I love you guys. I'm there, dude. Please let me in. Please let me in. <laughs> so, so being from the UK and having no idea of Wasteland Weekend or what it is, how, how do you feel now after having this call? I'm not entirely sure I'm convinced. <laughs> they need a new spokesman. One that's not as inebriated, you know? <laughs> Maybe one that doesn't drink as much. Um, I have heard it's a good party. Okay. A couple people from my work are going. Uh, one guy, he had like a Ford Explorer or something. And uh, 
it was just a regular Ford Explorer they bought, like a used car. And then the other day I was I was parking and I saw him. He pulled up and it's got like massive spikes on it. He ripped the doors off and it's just like it's all out. I'm like. Dude, what what are you doing with your car? And he's like, it's we're wasteland weekend. I'm like, well, isn't it odd that you use the same car to go to work? Because I mean, wasteland weekends like what four days out of the year or something. The rest of the time, you still got to drive this car with no doors. He's just all wasteland all the time. And spikes, I don't know, on a pig's head or something. Yeah, Yeah, it was just like, I yeah, I think that's the thing. You got to look like, um, yeah, like in uh, Mad Max. Like, I wonder if they, they probably have the guy. Remember the guy that was playing guitar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be fun. Mm. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Yeah, mm. as a ruler's cosmopolitan, I like having running water. Yeah, that, that's me. It's the same thing. I, I like, uh, like you know, modern plumbing. I like that. It's just the toilets, man. You know, they're just real bad. I mean, it's like Slab City, you know. the, the Yeah, oof, it's, it's real just, rough. I can't deal with that. Oof. I can't deal with the outhouse thing. Mm. Uh, next call we have here is from a guy from North Carolina that has a skill, a special set of skills. Okay. Hey, you fucking Jews. God, I love y'all. <laughs> All right, so this is 007 over here in North Carolina, and I, I have been putting off calling you because I just wanted to make sure I had some really good input when I did call and not just call to tell a you know, shit story or something, nothing that wasn't topical. But I, I, got, I had to call in. With this last episode that y'all put out, y'all were sitting there kind of going back and forth like, I don't believe the guy who said he sucked his own dick and stuff. Well, look, I I had to call in and just say that when I was about 13, 14, 15. Yeah, right, last year. And I was just kind of discovering masturbation and, you know, stuff like that. Maybe even before then. Hell, I started jerking off when I was like 11 or 12. But uh, I know when I was like 13, right around that age, I was able, and I mean, I got like a 7-inch dick, so I'm not like, you know, out there with like 10 inches, you know, Ron Jeremy size, but, you know, I'm not I'm not puny either. And, um, yeah, uh, I was able to suck my own dick pretty decently. And I mean, I'm I'm kind of a chubby guy. You know, that's kind of a weird thing. When you're discovering masturbation, yeah, you think your hand would be enough. But I just think it's funny that it's like, you know, the hand, you do that for a little bit, and then you're like, I'm going to the next level. I think that would ruin things, you know? Maybe. In your formative sexual years, if, if you're able to perform just, such a feat. Just, oh. I feel like it would just ruin, you know? Well, I feel like it's, you know... I've heard from women saying like, well, I'm never going to be able to give a hand job as good as you. Yeah. But just because, I mean, you're used to the grip of your own hand on your own dick. However, mm. I would say she'd give me a, give a better blow job to me than I could give to me because I can't do that. So that's a good thing. So you probably would be more into getting blow jobs because it's like, I'd be I, like if you all, if you started masturbating, if all you masturbated to was like Pokemon parody hente. Or something. Yeah. Like, that and would then, fuck you up. How could you I compare? feel like that yeah. would fuck your whole system up for the I family. also think it would be really weird as a girl when you meet a guy and it's like, and he's like, yeah, the only way I can really get off, like, I can have sex with you, but the only way I can really get off is if I'm sucking my own cock <laughs> and I blow it my load in my face. Like, don't you think that would ruin it for a lot of girls? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that would be quite an interesting angle to see a man at, particularly when, with whom you weren't very well acquainted. 
<laughs> he's like, you might want to leave the room yeah. and let me finish this off. <laughs> Although I've I've read the uh, Dan Savage, you should say about that, that a lot of guys get like develop a death grip because they they masturbate in weird ways. Mm. Um, you know, my girlfriend had a, an ex boyfriend that was very similar. Like, he would do something where she she said that like he'd put his dick between his legs and have his legs hold his legs up and like what? jack off like between his legs. Well, yeah. That's complicated. It was really weird. She yeah. said it was really odd, but he did it for so many years, especially his formative years, that that was the only way he could really finish. Oh yeah. Because a girl's vagina just wasn't like didn't give enough friction or wasn't tight enough or mm. whatever mm. from do it. So she's like, yeah, it was really weird. Like he would never actually ejaculate when they had sex. Mm. I don't know why she was telling me that. <laughs> Whatever. We, yeah. we like to share details. Yeah. Yeah. You know, back then I wasn't like ripped or anything or super flexible, but I, I could get my whole, about half of my dick in my small mouth. And it was just purely wanting to try it out. And then I discovered that I could do it. So I would do it by maybe, you know, one. You think he's like, hey, ma, hey, pa, yeah. <laughs> I can suck my own dick. <laughs> Uh, oh, there's no the south. There's no feats too lofty yeah. that one cannot achieve. I hope he had it. his own room. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, yeah. Could yeah. you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> it's on a, the the top bunk. Yeah. <laughs> Once every month, month or so. So yeah, I believe the guy. If he says he did it, he did it. But uh, just because y'all aren't able to do it, don't. Was it Schlitzy who said he could do it or something? No, uh, another guy. I think it was Stanley Stanko. Oh, yeah, it was. Guy, yeah, guy. Yeah. That guy called in talking about how he could do it. And right. we were saying, I don't know, we were skeptical. Because I was right. like, I don't know. I, mm. I don't think most people could do that. Mm. Uh, believe me, I've tried. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just not that flexible. Says, said that he actually had done it, but then he jizzed in his own mouth. and was like, why the fuck did I do that? I've just jizzed in my own mouth. Mm. And then never did it again, because why would you? <laughs> I could, yeah, it makes sense. Wait, did he did he say like he didn't? I mean, he must have known that was going to happen. That's the inevitable outcome. I mean, the way he told the story, it seems like he just got carried away and was like, "Right, well, I better see this through to its inevitable conclusion." <laughs> I guess what's what's worse, jizzing in your own mouth or pulling out and jizzing all over your face? <laughs> yeah, it's like either one. It's like so you get you know the a little mouth weird. Is worse. You think the mouth is yes. worse? It's just swallowing yeah. your own seed. Mm-hmm. I reckon yeah, that jizzing is in your weird. own eye is quite bad. Yeah, that mm. would be that could be kind of painful. Yeah. Yeah, that's God, that is weird. Mm. How'd that come up? Did he just volunteer that information? He's just very open with that sort of thing. Oh, I know okay. far more about his life than I probably ought to. <laughs> I mean, no one else can. Come on, look it up. But uh, yeah, I just had to call in and, and give my little two cents on that. But I do love the show. I, I'm seriously thinking about becoming a Patreon. It's between this and another show that I'm really weighing my options. There's competition here. What's the other show? Yeah, I'll what is them. the other show? We'll kill them. Yeah. <laughs> Once I can convince my wife to let me do it. But yeah. y'all just keep up the good work. And uh, just uh, I, I re- just really love the show. So I hope y'all um, keep going for a long time. All right. Keep it sleazy. I, I like how that guy's like... Guys can do it. Look it up. It's like, yeah, it's the first thing I'm going to do after this show. Yeah, yeah. Guys <laughs> sucking their own cocks. That's yeah. like, I'm going to look that up in Google. <laughs> no, I mean, I could believe you could do it. I mean, he was yeah, saying, sure. he, he was kind of implying that he could only do it at a certain tender age, maybe because 
flexibility or something. Well, he or? even said he was chubby. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe, I, I don't know. But he said he couldn't get the whole dick in his mouth. So he wasn't deep-throating himself. He was implying that he could get halfway there. He got it halfway. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. yeah. God, that is weird. What I want to know is how long did he do it for? And it, did he prefer just to jack off the normal way or was it like a special night? You know, he said once a month. I was like, once a month, it's like, I'm going to blow myself tonight. And he's like planning it. Yeah, he can romance himself, take himself out on a little date. It seems like a chore. Put on some Al Green or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, I don't, yeah that is kind of odd. I wonder. Mm. I wonder, also, I wonder if he told his wife about it. Mm. Yeah, because put it this way: if you don't donate to our Patreon and like sign up, I'm telling your wife that you suck your own dick. Mm. <laughs> it's the first thing I'm going to do. <laughs> well, okay, you know, I I stand corrected. Yeah, I think guys, I think there are guys out there that can do it. And you know what? More power to you. If you can, you can. Why not? Um, I'm sure if I could, I probably would have been doing it. Yeah, you know. Even though, did you say it's it, you'd feel really weird? Yeah, like I think you'd we were, have like a moral crisis. We were talking about it, and and it was it wasn't Sally Stank. It was the person who called in to tell us about it said that it was like it that was Schlitzy. Schlitzy called back last week to talk about it. Oh, there was okay, yeah. So Stanko said he could do it. Right. We doubted him. Then Schlitzy was like, "I can do it." Yeah, that's right. And it was like it was like almost like wires crossed because it's mm. like there's a mouth on your dick, but there's also a dick in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and it, it, it like it's it, it, like they cancel each other out or something. Is that an Eminem song? Yeah, <laughs> it's Naruto's face fucking. Yeah, that so. is it is weird. Yeah, I mean it, it's got to be odd. Like I imagine if you're really drunk, you start doing it. It's fine, but I imagine that that one you know epiphanal moment where you're just like that moment of clarity. Where you're like, I got my own dick in my mouth. Yeah, that's weird. It's got to be weird. Can you um, look yourself in the eye afterwards? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, the next call we have here mm. is a two-parter. Mm. Uh, Jizzy Jake, mm. who we haven't heard from in a while. Yeah. He called in with a story of an alien encounter, which Excellent. I imagine is kind of common with Jizzy Jake. Yeah. The amount yeah. of drugs he does. And he rides around inside bathtubs. The inbreeding. Hanging by a chain from a truck. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And also, he might... Because I can't imagine he's a patron. I can't imagine he actually pays no, money. He, he doesn't even know that he's like the star of our Patreon content. Well, the, the guy calls in a lot. And um, it's like I can't keep playing his calls on the regular show every week. So it's like a lot of these calls we just kind of have in the backlog. They will put into Patreon. But yeah. He has some amazing... He's a, he's a Floridian, right? Yeah, he is. It really is a shallow end of the gene pool over there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dudes, so it's been a fucking minute since I talked to y'all. I haven't been level five drunk in a minute. Actually, I have, but I keep forgetting to call y'all. But anyways, this is a, the Jizz Master Jake, and uh, just had to tell you about because you were talking about this fucking uh, the, these uh, these aliens and shit, uh, the Dulce the Dulce or whatever the fuck you say, you know. <laughs> um, anyways, that's fucking pussy shit. Check this shit out, all right? So, my aliens are better. Yeah, Harrison's alien experiences. That's some pussy yeah. shit. <laughs> All right. Sleep the other night, dude. And I woke up and I was in this big ass fucking mansion. And this fucking mansion was like super dope, super bright, super white, you know. When but there was this one black crackhead up in there that was just fucking <laughs> that was just like looking for a fight. So we all like were about to beat his ass, and then what? it was like a hurricane fucking hit that or a tornado or something. Wait, I'm sorry. Is this a thing that happened, or is this a dream, or what? What? It, where? 
Where you know, I don't, I'm not quite sure okay. which reality Juicy Jake. Okay. In. So I mean, this could be that real. Could happen in an evening out with Juicy Jake. With Juicy Jake, Jake, yeah. I you're mean, like, you're in an abandoned mansion that's also a crack house, and there's a hurricane. You know. But it's super white, which is the main thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a black crackhead in there. Yeah. So for yeah, some clearly reason, he's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing with this guy. Almost every time he calls, this is kind of uh, a bit of an irregularity. There's like a huge house party going on. Mm. And there's a couple guys named Cletus and and uh, Crystal over there. <laughs> like it's, it's usually there's a big party, so it's weird that there's no party. He has such an active social life. Oh, yeah, just a jerk. Hit the house, dude, and we were all like trying to like, get sucked away. But really, I'm just grabbing the fucking floor, and I'm not getting sucked away. And then it goes into the center of the eye of the storm, you know? <laughs> and then bright white lights fucking I actually do get sucked away and then I get spit out onto this beach dude this beach with a fucking long pier shit and uh, and in the fucking and in the horizon dude is a gigantic manta ray fucking uh just a gigantic manta ray fucking creature with tall cylinders of rainbow lights that were frequenting all the different cylinders in a, in a, in a course of pattern that was <laughs> Wait, this has got to be a dream. Yeah, I, I think so. I'm picturing like, yeah. But what's interesting in this is his insight into Jizzy Jake's mm. you know, mind. Yeah, you know his his mentality. And so he says he's on a beach with a long ass fucking plank, bro. And mm. there's a manta ray. Yeah, with columns coming Rainbow out of it. cylinders or something. God, I wonder yeah. how much LSD he was on. Yeah, this guy does a lot of LSD. <laughs> fucking beautiful and i was like holy shit that's an alien so i like jumped off the pier into the water dude it's like the alien from like the abyss or something, <laughs> yeah. yeah it sounds yeah. like that yeah. yeah then a fucking little seal came up to me but i thought it was a shark so i tried to swim away as fast as i could because fuck sharks and uh but it was like a fuzzy seal it was like had long, like a like a labrador like a like a like just a long, long hair and shit. And it was like playing with me in the water. I was like, oh my God, it's like a little puppy. Holy shit. And then I see all my homies up on the fucking, uh, up on the, up on the beach, you know, just kind of hanging out and stuff. I'm like, hey, I'll be right up there in a second. And I ran up there. And then when I ran up there, they were all running away from this gigantic, like if, if you could imagine a grill, but with like gray, flames coming off of it and you were underneath the fucking grill there were long cylinders of gray flames that were shooting lightning out from them dude like just every which way they were just like shooting lightning out like a motherfucker and we're all like ah get the fuck out of here so we fucking ran a grill like a like a backyard barbecue grill I thought at first he was being grill like in your mouth. That's but what I heard. Yeah, that's what I thought first. But then now we've seen with the shooting of the gray flames, I'm thinking yeah. like a like a barbecue. Yeah, like a propane grill. Yeah, like a propane okay. grill, yeah. Man, and my buddy was like, I got the particle dimensional accelerator. I he had such a cooler name, but like I I waited too long to call and I don't remember the name that he used for the little gun. The I shot the hole in Is this an episode of Rick and Morty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Rick and Morty go to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to the fucking rift of the universe. And then when we jumped through, we were like in a fuzzy TV, like, oh my God, fucking fuzzy TV and shit. Like, we were like, ah. And then there's a reoccurring character that's always in my dreams. Uh, since I was 13, I've been seeing this character. His name's Stranger. And uh, he's just a silhouette of a man with a top hat and shit. And, uh, and 
Wait a second. This guy, I guarantee he's going to be like, yeah, and he always used to come into my room in the middle of the night. Next yeah. thing you know, my anus would hurt. It's like, <laughs> yeah. This is the nightmare yeah. yeah. yep. that we're getting into here. Uh, or the, what the fuck is the Stephen King books? The Dark something? The, well, not Dark Tower. The Dark Tower books. A dark Tower? Is yeah. there a, is there he's a, not called The Stranger. He's called like The Man in Black. Oh, or yeah, 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 yeah. The Man in yeah. Black. God, mm. I haven't seen that. Mm. We saw him, and my buddy. When I was like, I started shaking, like, like. All right, and it's part oh, two. Oh yeah, guys. yeah. Part, yeah. Now we gotta find out part two. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I was really trying. This is just checking in. I was really trying to keep it on the three minutes, but let me just wrap this thing up, right? Fucking. Uh, so now, now, fucking like, you know, I'm like shaking because of uh, the fucking um. Oh my god! What's the name of the word? <laughs> what's the name uh, of the word? <laughs> Anyways, the stranger is getting you all creeped out, you know? Not yeah, I don't even want to know what the stranger does to Jizzy yeah, Jake, no. but I think it explains a lot that there is a stranger in Jizzy Jake's life. It's not the, you know, not, not where you sit on your hand and then your hand falls asleep or anything like that. It's like the, he's the, the silhouette of a... Yeah. Do you know what he's referring to? Yeah, there? yeah. Where you heard of that? Well, the dead hand club thing. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like you, yeah. you sit on your hand and fall asleep and you masturbate. Mm. <laughs> of the silhouette top top hat guy and fucking like when you uh when you see him immediately you feel fear that's that's how i feel about it i'm just like ah. so i usually i feel that way when i encounter g ghosts and clowns in my dreams would you say do you think i'm or reaching here clowns. but do you think jizzy j could possibly be the modern day camus <laughs> do you think so <laughs> yeah, sure yeah the stranger yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the beach i mean yeah, yeah. I mean, don't give him a crossbow. I can tell you that. <laughs> this guy gets a crossbow. It's all safe. over, yeah. yeah. They wake myself up, so I'm like, now I'm just kind of like trying to wake the fuck up because I see the stranger and shit, and my buddy's like, holy shit. Oh, my God, we need to shoot into the next dimension. After we just jumped through a dimensional like rift hole in it with his gun's help, he fucking uh, shot into another dimensional rift hole, and then... Fucking once I went through that one, I woke the fuck up. And then I just wake the fuck up. I'm like, whoa. And I hugged my dog. I was like, oh, my God. I'm so happy to be, like, alive right now. And then I fucking, like, went to work. And, you know, just like, oh, that was a crazy dream. And I kept thinking about it and everything, you know, about that crazy dream and shit, you know. And then fucking I'm, like, trying to unload peppers. And all of a sudden I look down and there's a gigantic cum stain in my pants. Like, big old... <laughs> Wait. That's what he does. He unloads peppers. It's like he had to, actually, no. When he said I, this funny thing, when he said I went to work, I swear to God, I thought like grocery stockroom clerk. Yeah, really? You Literally, were thinking grocery like, yeah, stock? Like he, yeah. yeah. It, like they wouldn't even let him in front of a grocery store, but like the back warehouse room of a grocery. <laughs> yeah, that's where, a, like that's what I thought in my mind. Unloading peppers. And lo and behold, <laughs> that's true. I love how he made it from home. All the way to work before he realized he had a massive cum stain on his crotch. Like, did he not notice he was damp? Who knows? Wow, he had a nocturnal emission from yeah, the stream. <laughs> about the seal or the manta ray, you know? Or the stranger. <laughs> or the stranger. I think the stranger jacked him off. Mm. <laughs> oh, fucking like, it was obviously that. So I had a wet dream to this crazy ass fucking uh, like j jumping through reality fucking like dimensional like like alien dream and shit and like so I'm like fuck what do I 
do. So I fucking, like, run to the fucking cooler with a box of peppers over my dick. And then I fucking grab, like, a, a washcloth and I scrub the shit out. But everybody kept walking in. They were like, it's too cold to be putting away this truck right now. So I'm just like, fuck off, man. I got the truck. I'm just fucking scrubbing that shit out. Anyways, um, it, after that all dried up and stuff, you know, it was, it was good. But, so, um, well. But see, uh, there's another guy in the background. I'll talk to y'all later. Peace. You know, I would be a huge fan of that show Cosmos yeah. if they fired Neil deGrasse Tyson and hired Jizzy Jake. Yeah. <laughs> because I would find Jizzy Jake just teaching me about yeah. the cosmos. Yeah. <laughs> particle dimensional accelerator. Bro, there's like this rift in the particle yeah. dimensional accelerator thing. I forget what the thing is called, but bro, he was so cool, yeah. man. And then I got a wet dream. <laughs> was the manta ray attached to the grill in some way or were they like disparate objects? I'm just really trying hard to picture this. They I were like the, the, you know, don't even try to make sense of it <laughs> because it makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. But what it's is like sense? It, What's reality? It's like it and the turtle, you know? Like Pennywise the clown and that turtle. Oh, yeah. The turtle is the manta ray and it is the grill. Yeah. So which one brought him to orgasm? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I guess if you're jumping through portals, that's like fairly orifice-centered. I could see, I could see mm. that, yeah, okay. yeah, I could, I could see, I could see. That. I like how we're trying to deconstruct Jizzy Jake's wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should be the podcast: deconstructing Jizzy Jake's wet dreams. Yeah, this is episode two. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I always yeah. find it funny that whenever aliens come here, they always like kidnap hillbillies. You know, they mm. it, they mm. abduct rednecks. It's like that's exactly what would happen. We get like some intelligent life form that comes here, and the first person they abduct is Jizzy J. <laughs> and they're just like, okay, well, I think we're not going to go back to this planet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I do love hearing from that guy. Yeah, he's great. Um, we do have a, a backlog of his calls that probably we end up playing on Patreon. He has no idea that we play all these calls on Patreon. I just feel like this guy. One of my favorite callers, just, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I ever went to Florida, stop party, which I probably never will. But if I ever did go to Florida, <laughs> yeah. I would want to look this guy up because I bet you'd be a hell of a lot of fun. Mm. You know. Anyway, people call the show three two three five two two four zero three two. Uh, we've been talking a lot about Patreon, but that is the best way to support the show. We appreciate it. Just go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong. And uh, every week we do an extra show or an extra story. And uh, it's almost not a whole extra show. It's like an extra like 40 minutes of content yeah. and then outtakes and stuff. Mm -hmm. But we do like an extra story, a few extra phone calls. I found a bunch of old phone calls that I don't know. I guess we just never did. Mm. Like last week with the guy with the tuna can. Yeah. I don't even want to oh, let that. Yeah. I don't even want to ruin that Oof. one. But yeah. it was one of the the goriest calls we've mm. done on Sick and Wrong. Um, but yeah, so we 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 you know we kind of saved that for the Patreon. So just go to patreon.com slash Sick and Wrong, sign up, and uh, we really do appreciate the support. Keep the show going. Uh, finally, here Sick and Wrong song of the week. Um, some guy wrote wrote in here, Jamie. He goes, I know this girl is a bit too large for D, but is Harrison down with the big ladies? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What's the, what's the biggest girl you ever... Like, how, how big is the biggest girl you ever been with? I don't know. I, I don't wonder know. if... I have a bad sense of spatial perception. Spatial recognition. So I don't like, I, yeah, like, I don't know, you know... That's why I have a hard time parking, you know? You know like I, I, 
distances and weights. And I kind of, you know, I have yeah. issue with that. I, yeah. I, I like some like larger girls. So yeah. I don't know what this guy's saying here. Um, but the 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 woman uh, in this in this song that he's referring to, Lardy B. She's a big girl. Oh my! Check it out. Mm. Yeah, Lardy B, which is a play on the uh, the the, the uh, rapper Cardi B. Oh, is it? Yeah, Lardy oh, B. Oh, okay. <laughs> but do you even know? Can you even yeah, name a Cardi B song? No, I know who she is though. Uh, yeah, and somebody made me watch a video of hers at one point. She's good. She, yeah. She's a talented rapper. Yeah. I don't really she's know any of her music. Tea, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. really know her music. Yeah. Do, you, do you know Cardi B? You listen to Cardi B? No, my music taste is terrible. I don't really keep up with things. No. <laughs> what is it only like? What about like, uh, uh, what's her name? Lady Sovereign. You're into that? Oh, God, that's years ago. <laughs> I, I missed that whole genre of chav rap. They got to bring that back. <sighs> yeah, she. I think... Is she? What happened to her? I'm actually not sure, you know. I remember her from like 2010 or something where she had a couple of songs that were popping and she just fell off the map. I just kind of hope she like got glassed by some, like Adele <laughs> just glassed her and then she's gone or something. <laughs> I think she got supplanted <laughs> by Jesse J. Oh yeah, man, maybe that's what happened. Um, Dizzy Rascal, is Dizzy Rascal kind of that chab rap? Well, he, isn't he grime? Oh yeah, he's grime. That's a different, a whole different genre. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. I don't. I can't keep up with this UK rap. <laughs> I'm I'm too into Lardy B. <laughs> but anyway, she does parodies of Cardi B songs. So this one song that we're gonna play here that was sent in is called "They Like That I'm Fat." Okay. And you gotta check out the video for this. So we're gonna end the show here with Lardy B. They like that I'm fat. Um, Leonora, uh, Leonora, thanks for being on the show. Thank you, great. Me. And have fun the rest of your stay in the, in LA. Um, I'm trying to recommend something to go check out. Maybe Venice Beach. Okay. Yeah, if you can make it all the... Venice Beach is kind of interesting. Oh, definitely. Yeah, the, yeah you know, yeah. honestly, if you went to Venice Beach, check out the Museum of Jurassic Technology. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> and it's kind of right near the beach and the whole thing. That's mm. Like, I hate the West Side. I never go over there. But Venice Beach is almost worth just checking out if you've never been around. Yeah, plus they have a freak show with a, with a wolf man. No, oh, that's gosh. gone. That's gone. Is the freak it, show's totally it's gone. It's gone? Yeah. I was when I was in uh, Venice Beach. Uh, right after I got back from Europe, uh, Amanda and I went to Venice Beach just because the traffic was so bad. Mm. So I had to go go have dinner and just kind of walk around. And I was like, "Where the fuck's the freak show?" Mm. And I walked up and down the street. Yeah, they turned it into like some kind of condos or something. Because he had yeah. the real that disorder with oh, your hair on your face. Yeah, yeah. And they got one of those guys there. Yeah, they used to. Oh. Yeah, they had like an actual like her suit like person mm. and like a hair issue. Um, but yeah, Venice Beach is kind of cool. Museum of Jurassic Technology is cool, but uh, go check out Hollywood or something. Is but, it run by kooks? You know, I don't know who runs it. It's weird. They they have like all sorts of just weird technology through the centuries. Like, and uh, they they did. A, I was I was impressed with that museum. Okay. Pretty cool. I don't know if it's as good as the Museum of Psychiatric Death, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's not Scientolo- Scientologists aren't running that one. Right. But anyway, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Oh. And yeah, it's been fun having you here. Uh, people will be back next week with uh, episode, what are we on? 654. Mm. Wow. Till then, take it Susie. They say they like it on They say they like it on They say they like it on I like Doritos, I like donuts, I like Funyuns, make me go nuts. I like supersized meals. Where's my sauce, bitch? I'm a blow up. I like toast with avocado. And just a pinch of salt So what I like to eat is all my daddy's fucking fault I like Netflix and my checks mix Wearing pink pajama pants I like provolone and all But pepper jack is where it's at They 
Listeners, this is not Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off sleeves, dildos, inflatable wives. I've bought them all. When I'm when I'm home, I like to diddle my wife with a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E, and you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios. Do not lick my balls.